Obstacle running, fear itself. Fear number five, the fear of asking for names. What if I put them in a difficult position? Underline it, bold it, circle it, tattoo it on your arm. Always ask for referrals. I put a period there for a reason. It's end of discussion. It's never right not to ask. Referrals are the lifeblood of business. They are end-all, be-all. That's how every single trend, movement, business, product, president, book, artist, you name it, ever was anything. People spread the word to others about them. They said things like, call so-and-so and check out such-and-such. They told their friends to do something. They didn't call them up and wimpily ask them if they minded if they could tell them about something they loved. Well, you need to speed it along when you're small and you have no radio or TV or record label broadcasting you across the universe. You know this, but I don't want to offend anyone or be pushy. This is the commonality in all difference makers. We have realized something. First of all, no one ever gets irritated by one ask. They get irritated by repetitive robot persistence that isn't listening to them. Don't be a robot. Ask, and ask confidently, and ask big. Ask for 15 names. Ask for 20. But don't keep telling them why they should change their mind. That's all you need to do. Don't be persistent with the same person. Be persistent with different people. Be persistent by picking up the phone a hundred times a day. It will only take three of the eight hours you have. One other thought comforts me here. A tale of two tribes. Why would you worry about letting the people who don't share your passion prevent you from meeting the ones who do? In the one scenario, you stay safe and don't tell people about what is important to you or ask anyone for any introductions. So, you don't offend anyone and your network stays the same size. On top of that, you don't really develop quality meaningful relationships with as many of these people as you could because you were afraid to reach out and tell them what you care about. In the other scenario, you do venture out and open your mouth and show your heart and you ask them to connect you to like-minded individuals. Some will be turned off by your passion and your approach, but not if you do it right. By the way, you inevitably won't do it right with everyone since everyone makes mistakes, but the people you reach out to will get to see the real you and introduce you to a host of others who share your worldview, passion, or mission. Why would you want to keep the first tribe when you could meet the second? Now, you can't go swimming if you don't want to get wet, so you just have to get over it. Learn to shrug and say, nobody wins them all. Nobody wins them all. Some people are going to like you and your idea, and some aren't. Some are going to love it, and those are your champions. Those are the people that you are on a quest to find. Now, hearing no can be like hearing the ball bounce at basketball practice. Hearing yes can be that way too. And that's when the fun begins. See the chapter on how I made $5,000 in a week. How I averaged 10 referrals per appointment. Sale or no sale, 10 was my average, not counting zeros because I purposely kept no record for those. If they gave me names, they gave me 10 on average. I'll tell you, they gave me names more than they didn't too. Probably two out of three referred me to people. I didn't try to push to turn no's to yeses. I pushed 
to turn the yeses to give more names. That's very important. Why? Because fighting to turn a no into a few, three or four probably, is going to be tough. And it's not going to be the and it's going to be the wrong three people. It's going to be the people they feel most comfortable with referring. Their closest friends and family, not necessarily who is the best for your goal. When I say push, I don't mean I was pushy. I just asked one more time, one bonus ask. If they gave names, they already are on board. They want to help your mission, and they want you to help their contacts. They will be less likely to just refer who they feel safe not offending. So here are the main points. Number one, nonchalance need. I asked nonchalantly and normally. It was business as usual, as I said, so here's what I need you to do, Bill. Just jot down 15 people that I give a quick call to and say what I said to you when I called you up. I'm working on this project and Bill liked me and said I should give you a quick call and see if you had any interest in hearing about it like he did. I promise not to be pushy or asked twice. Just make your own page just like this. Number two, smush proof in their face. I demonstrated the norm was to refer by showing massive pages of referrals and saying, everyone does their own page. Flip through pages of names filled in your referral book, all of them. Only one book, though. If you don't have pages of referrals, you will. Don't worry. Number three, grab your address book. Grab your cell phone. I'll tell you what, most people find it easy to get their address book out so they don't have to rack their brain, but just scroll through their phone or Facebook and give a mental yes or no and just jot away. Here's a pen and my book. And as you do that, I'm going to straighten up a little bit. Clean up your information off the table and get ready to go. Number four, distance yourself. Don't hover over them. Stay busy. Don't finish and sit there tapping your foot, so to speak. I would just polish my knives or read. Number five, just do your best. If they reject the number and say, I don't know that many or something like that, just say, oh, I know what you mean. It does seem hard at first, but most people are surprised how many they can come up with once they look through their phone or whatever. Just do the best you can. And just keep shrugging and repeating the phrase, just do the best you can, until they understand you don't really care if they hit the number, you just want them to do their best. Number six, ask for more. Once they hand it back and they say they're done, you don't just reach your hand out to take it. Just look down and note the number. It doesn't matter how many they have, they will write more names when you ask them to. This is not being pushy. It's holding them accountable. It's only one simple little ask. Just say the following. Oh, you have six, or 12, or 17, or 23, whatever they have. That's great. Thank you so much, Mr. Jones. That really helps me. You know what, El? You know what, though? If you could just jot down four more, it would help me almost double. See, the whole thing about our success for this cause rides on this one principle. I have to meet as many awesome people just like you as I can. You were great. I don't have conversations like this with everyone. I bet your friends are the best, aren't they? As you were going through your address book, there were probably some people you almost put down but wanted to see who else was in there before you did. Do you think you could just jot down a few more of those? It would really help me a ton. Let's see if you can make it an even 20, an even 15. Any number that feels right. If he's given me 4, I'm going for 10. If 7, I'm going for 10, maybe 15. If 16, when I ask for 15, I'm saying, awesome, you even gave me one extra. 
Thanks. How about four more just to make an even 20? It doesn't matter what he gives me first. I'm asking everyone twice. It's not greed. It's just me knowing that for however many people he put down, there are about twice that number he considered putting down, but then decided to wait and see how the list came out first, then decided it was good enough. To him, I'm as calm as a pool of Japanese koi swimming ever so gracefully. Do you think you could just jot down a few more to make an even 20, Mr. Jones? It would help me a ton. I'm telling you, 80%, no, 90% of people will do it. Their thinking goes like this. Well, I've already given him names, so what's a few more? He's a nice guy. I guess I could throw down a couple more names that I almost put down but skipped over. And off they go writing. I also make it worth their while. I will tell them, since you're helping me so much, I'd like to give you this gift, value of equal to about 20% of the value of the lead. Show them your averages and numbers and let it make sense to them. For example, if you're a financial advisor writing financial plans for prospective clients priced between $500 to $1,500 per plan, I would show the client exactly how my business works and explain that if they just help me grow my business, they will also be helping their friends by bringing them to the most honest and straightforward advisor. The problem is most business owners always want something for nothing. You have to be willing to share the rewards with your clients that refer. Most people will see this as very generous of you, and they won't take advantage of you. They understand professional people that provide good service are entitled to make money, and they want to do well for themselves in life by growing their business. Number seven, high five. When they hand it back, you say, you did it. Thank you so much. Offer them a hug or a high five and leave it up to them. They usually go for the latter, and it's less corny than if you just offer them the high five straight away. Plus, it shows them that you really care and like them. Give them a high five, no joke. They smile and laugh, and it's a great feeling on both sides. How to warm your leads. Ask them how to pronounce the names. Ask them what the people do. They're totally on your side now, so they want you to be successful and liked by their friends. So they'll tell you just about anything you ask, and ask a lot. They get what you're doing. They get it, and they're okay with it. If they weren't, they wouldn't have given you any names. Ask them to put letters next to their names and indicate certain things. For example, put an E next to the ones that value education. Put a V next to the ones that love to do volunteer work, etc. Ask for whatever would be best for you to know for your goal. Ask if they can tell you a little bit about them. Quote, a little bit about them. Tell me a little bit about this person. Tell me a little bit about that person. Listen to every word and take notes. Ask them to treat their friends' names like their stocks. Treat them like their stocks, Mr. Jones. Who do you think will give the most? Put a star next to the ones you think I should call first. No joke. This seems like too much, right? Wrong. It's ballsy, but they love it. They really do. They do. No, they really do. <laughs> they look at me and they smile. I've said this exact phrase to hundreds of times and it always works. I've never had anyone complain or be insulted. They've never taken their names back or given me a funny face, ever. They laugh, smile, shake their head maybe, and start putting stars down. They know what I'm doing. I'm trying to raise money. They get it and they want me to be successful. They want their friends to buy or give because it validates their decision. And they believe in my cause. That's the most important thing. They want victory for the cause, and I am its agent. I'm the one bringing it into existence, breathing life into the fire of the idea that they fell in love with. I've spent 30 minutes qualifying 15 leads so many times I can't even count, 
and it's always worth it. Every mark on that paper, every word they say, is another vote of confidence from the person who gave them to me, and how much they liked me, and how much their friend will like me when I pick up the phone to them, to call them. It's absolutely fantastic to get a nice 15-pager with full qualified letters and stars. Mmm. Gets me feeling all warm and toasty inside just thinking about it. 